0: Oh, and welcome to the new episode of Dakota Boys Talk Movies.
1: Yes, the new new episode. The new,
0: not nude.
1: <laughs> Although
0: I guess it doesn't matter. It's kind of the nice thing about. I mean, it matters for us because we're in the same room together. So it'd be really <laughs> uncomfortable to look at each other naked. <laughs> On that note, wow. we're going to talk about
1: a kids' movie today. <laughs> Great way to start off the episode.
0: Oh man, we are gonna we're gonna give our give our a uh, few coins. Oh, I guess they're not coins; they're rings. Yeah. We're gonna throw in our two rings on the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie.
1: Coins is that other loser with the failed movie franchise? Yeah,
0: we're gonna get to that in a minute <laughs> when we talk about this movie because I have some thoughts on how they burned Mario a little bit in this movie. Uh yeah. So we're gonna be talking about Sonic the Hedgehog today. Let's let's go back a little bit, Dakota. Were you excited about this? Are you were you a Sega guy in the day?
1: You know, I had, I did have, like, the original, I cannot remember what, uh, what it, it was, was called. It was called a Sega Genesis. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know, it had, like, there was, like, a name, and people are constantly using the name. But, yeah, we had the original Sega, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't remember. There was, like, a the side the side quest game where you were shooting people, and then there was, oh, man, it was... Like a flight simulator one. And okay. I, I just had like the most random. Because like, <laughs> it was like, at a time when they weren't really showing trailers, putting out trailers you would watch online. It was like yeah. you saw a commercial playing for a game. You're like, that looks so cool. I want that.
0: Yeah, and if you were lucky, you lived close to a movie rental place that also rented video games. And then you could at least try them for a few days. Yeah. <laughs> see if they were worth getting. I remember... Uh, Now I'm just going to go, we're going to go way off here, but we had a rental place in my hometown for a while, and you could rent a Super Nintendo by the day, like the console. Oh, nice. And then, you know, and I remember my brother rented it, and then the game he got was like this Star Trek, like with the original series people, game for Super Nintendo. Oh, And it was like, I remember when I was a kid, that game was like, just see mind-blowingly hard you had to, like, memorize patterns of how to get through places and stuff, and I'm just like, oh, this game is so hard. And now it's probably, like, just because it was 8 and up or something. <laughs> but, but yeah, my – yeah, so so you had – but did you have the Sonic games in?
1: Um, I had the first one, and, you know, it was it was at a time when it's, like, if you had a Game Boy, you kind of had to have Tetris. It was yeah. Just, it was just a thing, you know, it was a fad, like, or uh, – uh not having a Super Nintendo or having a Super Nintendo and not having Mario Bros 3 just stuff like that you know
0: yeah sure yeah i i was the one who mooched off of friends so oh. i had a friend who had a sega and he had like the first sonic the second sonic sonic spinball sonic and knuckles plus you know a bunch of other sega games like doom and and then he had the 32x so the graphics were supposed to be better. Although it'd be interesting to go back, I'm sure somebody's done like a side by side on YouTube. Like, I wonder how much that. I mean, I know obviously it was supposed to double the enhance, you know, from sixty to thirty two, but I wonder how much of a difference that really made.
1: Because um, you just
0: plugged it into the Sega.
1: <laughs> well, that was back in the day when I mean, any improvement was like, oh my gosh, we're living in the future. <laughs> yeah, like like when uh like when uh uh. Nintendo
0: added Rob or the Power Glove. <laughs> I'm like, oh my
1: gosh, we're gonna have flying cars in three months. I just know it. Yeah, kind of going <laughs> further off topic. I do remember when. No, let's go. Let's go there. Follow those <laughs> rabbits. <laughs> I remember when the original PlayStation came out. Like, I just I would look at the graphics for the games for that, and then back <laughs> at the graphics for the N sixty four, and I'm like, man, that's like a world of difference here, man. <laughs> And it's funny because,
0: okay, yeah, so the PlayStation 1 was technically supposed to be better and newer or whatever than the 64. But sometimes when you go back, you're like, some 64 (laughs) games looked better. Yeah. And I think it was just because it was just that awkward era of blockiness. You know, whereas when you played Mario 64, it wasn't blocky because it was cartoony. Yeah and, well, okay, it was a little blocky still, maybe, but, you know, it was just like, oh, my gosh, when I think about, uh, oh, god, some of those, like, first-person shooter games that were for the PlayStation 1.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, how do you even know where you were going half the time? Because you'd be, like, halfway through a wall because of the weird blockiness of it when you turned, and, oh, my gosh, yeah. But Sonic has seemed like he's just one of those characters that has stood the test of time. You know, there's there's these other Kind of cult games that have kind of come and gone, it just seems like he's the Mario of Sega. He's the one that that just lingers now it just sounds bad though now it sounds like he's a fart <laughs> but but I mean you know I mean he's had multiple TV shows, comics, yeah, they, they always figure out ways to bring him back. Now he's even done games where he's crossed over with Mario. You know and and they've expanded the characters that are in the sonic world i mean because sonic boom my kids started watching sonic boom a few years ago and it's got like sticks isn't there's like this one named sticks and then there's like no man then there's one that's just named normal like lucy or something uh and so yeah it's just like uh i don't know he's always just kind of been around and so i'm I f- I can't remember how m- I feel like there's been like a talk of a Sonic movie for forever. Yeah, they're, um, like there's they're always been somebody trying to you know like oh one of the it's gonna get made one of these days you know kind of things.
1: Um yeah, I do remember hearing about it all the way back in like early two thousands like oh we're gonna make a Sonic movie
0: yeah and it was I yeah which it kind of coincided with when CGI became the norm where people were like. All of a sudden all these properties that people thought would be unfilmable all of a sudden were like, Well, could we make this work? You know? <laughs> you know, and then you had the breakthrough of like characters <laughs> like Gollum in the Lord of the Rings series, and then people are like, Maybe we can make this work. Of course that was motion capture. Yeah. But it was just kind of showing like maybe there is a way to make this work. Uh you know, just and even with uh the Mario and Zelda are always kind of the other two teased about movies too. Or like, well, they maybe they're, they're going to try to make one of those into a movie now, and it doesn't even have to be live action and stuff. But and then it was a few years—I don't, maybe less than a few years ago. Even it feels like this movie was like announced, and all of a sudden they had that first trailer, and then delayed it <laughs> because of the the wonky looking character design. But
1: you mean the I, horrifying character design?
0: Yeah, it was sad, but. I feel like where people started paying more attention to this movie goes even before the wonky character design. It was when Jim Carrey was announced. Where it was like, Jim Carrey's going to be in it. It's like, okay. And then it was like, he's playing Dr. Robotnik. And you're like, I guess I can see that. You know, you're like trying to... And then all of a sudden... This was me. I got this really bad taste in my mouth or all I could think of was the Riddler because the last time he played like a ridiculous villain would have, you know, in this in this type of way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, there was the Grinch, I guess, but that was a whole other monstrosity. But the Riddler is the thing that just stuck out in my head that I just couldn't get rid of, and I'm like, oh, no. Is this going to
1: go down like that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. it's It's kind of hard to picture in your mind you know like oh uh, you got Jim Carrey who's playing this video game character like how over the top is this gonna get
0: well especially if you're familiar with Robotnik at all he's kind of a weird ball shape (laughs) and he's bald (laughs) wears goggles and has a ridiculous mustache and so you're like are they gonna go like Puritan you know like pure you know like are not Puritan but like whatever that what's that called do it exactly
1: whatever yeah do purist like, there you yeah, go do like a extremely loyal to the kind of source material type way but oh man i don't know i just it was back then when i don't know i i didn't even think this because it was at the time sony was making this movie yeah and it's just like oh sony
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Sony would. Sony's ha,
1: had a, had a little rough patch there. <laughs> uh, every every time we think they're down, though, they come back up. And and then the yeah, and then
0: the first trailer came out, and it's and that first trailer just did this movie no. It just was a bad trailer all around. I think everything about that first show is bad. Sonic's character design obviously was the the most egregious thing but then you're like what is this movie and they're playing gangster's (laughs) paradise and (laughs) and then you're seeing you're seeing all these blips but they don't really seem to go together and it's not in you're not in the green hill zone or any of the places you're familiar with it's like montana and it's like what 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 was happening
1: I think that song uh, Gangster's Paradise was used because as uh, I think that song was popular when the games were popular. Yeah, well, that's so true. They were they were trying they were going hard for like the nostalgia. I didn't think about the nostalgia
0: factor with like let's find a song from that time period. That could be.
1: If, if that was, you know, if that really is the case, it's like why didn't they get, uh, you know, someone someone who was like big in the 90s like the actress that played Kelly Bundy to be in this movie or something. <laughs> like if you're going that hard. Well,
0: I mean Jim Carrey. I mean, yeah. this would have been Ace Ventura, Lloyd Christmas, uh yeah. like that time period for him, so Liar Liar. The Riddler. The Riddler. <laughs> yeah. So I honestly that first trailer, the only thing that made me think or that, that I liked about it was the voice of Sonic. I thought Ben Schwartz was fine as the voice of Sonic. Otherwise, everything else, I was like, oh, Lord. And then all of a sudden, you know, of course, we had the delays. And then they re-released a new trailer, cut a whole lot better, where you understood kind of what was going on. Sonic looked a 1,000% better. Uh, Yeah, and then they had this movie come out on Valentine's Day. Or Valentine's Day weekend, anyway.
1: Yeah, I to be fair, I really thought this movie wasn't going to go anywhere. Just because I got a real... Like, the vibe I got when I watched Hop. Which, it doesn't help that James Marsden was in that, too. Yeah, well, and
0: I was trying to figure out, too. Because that that first trailer is like... When they redid the character design, did they kind of change... Do you think they changed, like, the pace and feel of the movie, too? Because I feel like that first trailer showed us a different movie. It was everything. just felt different.
1: Yeah. Well, it was a while ago. I mean, right. they, they certainly had time. I mean. Yeah, they gave themselves time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, because then when I went in and watched this movie, uh, I mean, that last trailer was a little closer to what the movie was. But I was still, like, just surprised. As I was watching this movie, I'm like. This is fun. I like Sonic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like the Sonic of this movie. He's not annoying, he's not stupid, he's not weird. You can you can look at him and not want to look away. <laughs> uh but I don't know what I think What did you feel How did you feel about this movie taking place in just like Montana?
1: Like having Sonic end up here. Oh, you know, in a way it was kind of uh, I think it really helped the movie because you're expecting yeah, it's like something weird, like, oh, he he's from this other dimension and he gets, there's like an accident and he gets transported to Earth and, you know, uh, because there's like a whole world, about, like a mythos, Sonic mythos. That, yeah. And you, there's not really any of it in the movie and I think it kind of helps that way this movie can kind of build its own universe.
0: Yeah. Well, they can kind of, they were able to kind of feel out with this movie and then kind of yeah. go from there. Yeah, that's true. Because how this movie starts, and I don't remember if this is something they added in later games, that the rings, I don't know if you're familiar with Sonic games, you collect these rings, and they kind of are what keep you alive a little bit, because they bounce away from you whenever you'd get hit, (laughs) Yeah, but if you were out, you'd die. He had these bagger, and the rings would act like a portal to different, was it dimensions, or just, they were just portals to different parts of the Galaxy, or I guess it was Dimensions
1: is what it was. Yeah, they don't exactly go into it. I don't
0: know if that's something they added later in the games, or if that was something made up for this movie. Either way, it worked well, where Sonic was this gift, like this creature with this gift from a place raised by this owl teacher. (laughs) But uh, she she has him run away to keep away from these these this enemy that you're still not totally familiar with. Although, did you notice their braids kind of almost look like knuckles hair? Yeah, a little I bit. I don't know what they're going to go anywhere with that. But anyway, uh, this is when he's still young, and so he's just kind of bouncing around on the run and and ends up um, living on Earth for a longer period and then liking it on Earth. And he's so lonely that He's friends with James Marsden and his wife, but they don't know he's friends with them because he just like watches them from a distance. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is hilarious. Like he just like enjoys being with them, but they don't know that he's enjoying being with them. And uh yeah, I thought that worked well. Just having him kind of be like he's on the run and he's he's lonely and he wants to have a life and and uh Yeah, then of course you have what you kinda know from the trailer where He ends up with James Marsden kind of on the run a little bit. How would you feel about Robotnik being hired by the government?
1: Didn't that feel a little
0: irresponsible (laughs) that the government would... Like, who who would hire that guy? Robotnik seems about as... I mean, he's the least stable person you've ever met.
1: Yeah, I felt like there should have been, like, a scene where, like, you know, the generals or whatever arguing (laughs) about it, and one of them's like, damn it, but he gets results! Well, and that's (laughs) kind of what they were saying, basically. Like, I feel like there should have at least been some sort of, like, backstory about how, you know, yeah, he doesn't work well with people, and...
0: Yeah, and we didn't didn't need to, like, see this whole backstory, but yeah, it would have been nice if they would have figured out a way to exposit it without yeah without i guess overly explaining but so maybe they did fine the way they did it but man i'm just gonna say it jim carrey steals this movie and he nails it he because he's robotnik is basically this guy who knows he's the smartest person in the room basically i think Robotnik thinks he's the smartest person in the world (laughs) And he just has no patience for anybody or anything. He's just like, I have my robots. They get the job done. Everyone else is just in my way. And I'm already thinking faster than you can you can possibly ever keep up with. I don't know. I just love the way he played it, and I laughed. I just laughed so hard the whole time, everything about him.
1: You know, I really was not expecting him to be that good. I am mean, it's vintage Jim Carrey. Yeah, like, it's uh, like
0: refreshingly <laughs> fun, Jim Carrey, because, cause he, he can sometimes go a little too far into the mean, but I feel like he balanced it well in this one, where he was never like. It was never just like, it was still goofy, cartoony. Yeah, and I and I just I just found it just so fun. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I want to get to the Mario bashing. I think there was a slight Mario <laughs> bashing in this Dakota. And I want to see if you caught it. So okay. Sonic has this contingency plan, and it's like this this place he's gonna go if he knows he's gonna he could get caught because he knows something about him is special, his speed, his power. And this place he's going to go to is a place that has no life and is sad and is drab and is terrible, and it's a world of mushrooms. And they basically called it Mushroom World, which is only one word away from being Mushroom Kingdom.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they
0: kept bashing <laughs> that you don't want to go... And I feel like... I was like, is this like a subtle knock at Nintendo that like, who wants to go to a world of mushrooms? Because they just keep talking about how terrible it would be to be in a place of mushrooms. <laughs> I mean, that had to be a little bit of a Nintendo knock, right?
1: Yeah, which, oh, man. Uh, That's kind of a dangerous thing to do in movies now. But
0: at the same time, it was kind of genius because it was subtle enough or it didn't matter. You know, like, it wasn't, like, too mean-spirited, but I did think it was kind of funny. Yeah. Because uh, this movie is, I mean... This movie was blatantly Sega. I mean, the Sega logo at the beginning was really cool, and I don't know if we were supposed to get from that that they have plans to do other movies of their video game characters, because the Sega logo was was like a flashing a lot of the characters from their games when they showed it, and I was like, well, is this like that one DC logo where like you're supposed to just know that they want to make movies of all those characters?
1: You know, I'd be okay with that, because there's some really cool Sega games from there the is. time. Yeah. Um, you know, since... Oh, man. Kind of have having... Kind of can't remember some of the titles right now, but... Well, I mean, yeah, there's just
0: a lot they could do things with. Like right. uh, like Golden Axe. But Golden Axe might be a little too close to Lord of the Rings. I don't know. But then there's like Streets of Rage and things like that you could do stuff with. Pac-Man-ish is kind of... I mean, that's K- Namco, but... Yeah, so... I don't... Yeah, so I don't know that... I guess a lot of this movie worked for me, uh which I just didn't didn't expect that uh they just it just seemed like they found a way to have fun, and like you said, it was like they kept this movie open enough and didn't paint themselves into too many corners, like mistakes like movies like the Mummy makes where they're trying to plan. So many other things they want to do next that it bogs yeah. down. Where it's like with this movie, you could tell that there was just like this freedom where they could just have fun with it and it was open enough of a concept where they didn't box themselves into setting up sequels. And uh yeah, I thought James Marsden, it was nice to see him in a starring role where it was a good movie. <laughs> it's just been a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh you kind of forget how how fun of a guy he could be so uh yeah so there's just like the one flaw of this movie would be like it when are we going to
1: stop with the road trip movie
0: <laughs> is that ever just, is that ever going to not be
1: a thing um no i i don't i don't think i don't think hollywood will ever let it die i think it's 20 years from now, they'll still be like the road trip movies. Yeah.
0: Because then there's this movie coming out. In fact, I shared the trailer for it. And it's like a Lord Miller produced movie that's coming out called Connected. And it's about this girl who's going to college and, you know, her wanting to get away from her parents, but her parents still trying to, so it's not supposed to be like the connected is kind of a play on words because, she always wants to be on devices, you know, and they're trying to connect with her and connect, you know, the connected thing. But it's like, it's, of course, a road trip movie where they're going to drive her to college instead of just letting, you know, and it's like <sighs> another road. It just feels like road trip movies. I mean, even even me saying, oh, the last time I laughed this hard at Jim Carrey was Dumb and Dumber. Guess what Dumb and Dumber was? A road trip movie. <laughs> I don't know. But I, and I try to think, like, there there were ways they could have s- still done this without having it be a road
1: trip movie, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. I just they, feel like
0: the just gets so lazy because I think why they like road trips is because then you can just have a lot of different things happen because you're not always stuck in the same place. And that's why it, there becomes a reliance on it. Because then you're like, well, it would be fun if we did this with them and this with them, like, well, how are they gonna be able to do those two things in the same movie? Road trip?
1: <laughs> it it is kind of one of those tired tropes that Hollywood just keeps trudging out. Yeah. And it's almost like they they do it when when they don't have any ideas. Like they, they throw darts at a dartboard, like Buddy Cop scenario, oh road trip movie. Well, it's kinda
0: of like uh how the other like the superhero movies for a long time it was always the big thing at the end that they had the big sky, you know, people started jokingly calling it sky beam or it was like some building had a thingy shooting up into the sky out of it. And the superheroes had to stop that thing. And once you stop that thing, everything else was fine. You know, it was like, that was the superhero thing for a while. And, uh, I think suicide squad, was maybe the one that finally started putting the nail in the coffin of we got to stop the sky beam because when people were like man even suicide squad had a sky beam
1: yeah. is when they were like we got to stop the sky beam <laughs> oh man like i said it was just oh man i don't know how they get they they really kind of just put themselves in a box and they keep relying on this stuff like like oh i ha- uh, my, uh, I think another one is like, oh, I have a strange relative. Yeah. And this movie is going to make me realize how much I really care about this person. And you
0: know how you make yourself get close to that strange relative? Road trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just summed up the movie Logan,
1: I guess. <laughs> I, uh, yeah,
0: Logan. Logan a road trip movie. Oh, my But gosh. it's
1: just, yeah, they, it's like they don't, they don't want to try anything new. They just want to kind of. Um, I think the buddy cop one should be brought back more.
0: Yeah, that one kind of finally died here for a while. Like I, uh, I'm,
1: I'm waiting for the cop movie where it's like a new young cop who's like tech savvy, <laughs> and who was like, "Oh, forensics—that's how we're gonna catch these people."
0: Yeah, who who would be in that movie now? I feel like we're we're beyond. Like it wouldn't be Andy Samberg; it'd be somebody. You know, Zach Efron's too old now. We need somebody, like, a little younger than that to be, like, the new tech-savvy cop. Logan Merman? <laughs> Maybe. see, Or, no, we need someone who we know can do comedy. Maybe, like, uh, Ezra Miller there you go. comes in as the new cop, and he's with, uh, let's see, who could be the
1: <laughs> Mel Gibson.
0: No, no, not that old. Like, uh, some guy. Keanu Reeves, because hey, everyone wants there him. there we go. Yeah, there we go. Keanu Reeves, Ezra Miller. It's the new buddy cop thing. It's yeah. like the new lethal weapon, but with tech.
1: And and Keanu Reeves is the guy who's like used to chasing people down and smacking them up. And yeah, there'll there'll be that scene where you know the younger cop just goes okay, boomer, and then everyone laughs. Oh, it was a big laugh. Yeah, because because you got to go for the easy joke in the trailer
0: to make everyone laugh. I think you have like a Samuel Jackson or Mel Gibson <laughs> play like the chief of police in this movie. And that's where you put that person in. So, yeah, and then Danny Glover, is like, is like a really old, finally retired cop. He finally gets to be retired. <laughs> that's all he ever wanted to be. For, do you ever notice that? Like, wow. Okay, we need to stop. We're just going way <laughs> off here because we're talking about Sonic. <laughs> I'm have <gonna> to stop. <laughs> There's so Gu- guys, guys. Bear- this is a talk movie show, we we get all over the place.
1: Sonic, though, yeah. A very light-hearted movie with a lot of heart. It was,
0: yeah. I, I, and I, yeah. I think that's what I was surprised by is how much heart it ended up having. Because you, it just seemed like this movie could have just been like a, well, here's the Sonic movie. You guys should be happy. <laughs> but it was like, and not that I think this movie was had a lot of. Oh, I mean, obviously they did put a little care into it. They did go back and re-character design it. But I think that ultimately helped them in the long run. But Uh, I do feel like the people behind this movie, there was enough care given to where it wasn't, it isn't just a movie that made money. But, uh, I find myself going, oh, it'll be fun to see what they do next, and I hope they can make it work, you know. And and uh, you know, maybe now this one is a success. You know, going into the sequel, they can even bring in another person to add more to that creativity. You know, like somebody who. They now know maybe they have a little more funding to bring in someone with even more creative ideas
1: to offer, you know. so Oh, I thought you were going to say one of the sidekicks, because Sonic had so many sidekicks.
0: Well, well, that too. But I feel like uh, what I'm getting at is, you know, like Rise of the Planet of the Apes was kind of a little bit of a uh, shaking the dice, we throw it, and then it worked. Yeah, no, no. And then for the sequels, they were able to bring in a little bit more money, a little more uh people could put some care and time into creating a real you know a real kind of world to it and so now i feel like now that this is set up like what rise did with the apes trilogy is i is hopefully they could do a sonic and because yeah he does have you know a lot of uh fan favorite sidekicks i mean more specifically like tails and knuckles uh to do things with you know, and then, uh,
1: yes, yeah. be interesting yeah, since, to see where they go. Since you threw their names out there, I'm just going to follow that up with, uh, what was Shadow's deal? Because I know there was a well, yeah, <laughs> there was a, some Shadow games was, or something. Well, there's a game and, called
0: Shadow the Hedgehog,
1: yeah, and then I think was there
0: a sequel? Like, there could have been. And I tried to ask my son son, to see <laughs> if he knew about Shadow <laughs> when we were leaving this movie. I'm like, so is Shadow, he didn't know either. I, I, I think it was because it was more of that video game than it was okay. other but, stuff. But I don't know if it was supposed to be like a evil version of Sonic, you know, since that's why it's called Shadow, or if he just is another hedgehog. Like literally another hedgehog that has nothing to do with Sonic.
1: Yeah. I but, don't know.
0: But yeah, so I mean, yeah, but that's the thing, there is this whole other world um going forward. And uh and so now I think we'll do kind of a stop here and just say, yeah, we think it's a really fun movie. And now we're going to go into spoiler talk. So if you care about spoilers, this is where you want to probably stop listening and maybe jump ahead like a few minutes or something. But, yeah, uh, first off, we didn't get traditional Robotnik in this movie. But at the end, we we got a tease that he's apparently going to be traditional Robotnik going forward all the way down to the... with the crazy mustache. <laughs> uh unfortunately that was a little they kind of blipped flashed that in one of the trailers and kinda of ruined that surprise. They showed a real quick blip of bald traditional robotniks. So unfortunately that one was a little ruined. Uh but it's still kinda of like, oh, Jim Carrey is totally in on this. That's great. Um uh, so that'll be fun to kind of see you know, obviously he's gonna come back or whatever. But then the big one that nobody really knew about till the till the end was tails, and apparently they must have redesigned him too because he looked right. <laughs> he didn't look shocking or scary. Yeah, and so that was fun. You see him show up uh, um, in Montana and be like, you're like, oh, I need to find Sonic or whatever he says," and then of course he spins. You see him kind of lift his tail. And you're like, well, he's only looking, there's one tail. And then they show him from behind, and you see it splits into two tails, then he propellers, and I was like, yeah, there we go, that's awesome. And so, yeah, it'll be fun to kind of see where they go with that. Apparently, uh, and they did, again, they did it in a safe way, where they're not overly committed, if the movie would have just exploded in their faces. But I'm guessing there's probably going to be a sequel now.
1: Yeah, a lot of you may not know this, but... Uh... The Mario Brothers got a game. I mean, a movie. They got a movie. Of course, they have several games. they they got
0: a movie. It's barely a Mario. (laughs) It's basically like it's called Mario
1: Brothers, and that's about it. Hey, we learned some important facts from this movie. That Mario's full name is Mario Mario. (laughs) And that Luigi's name is Luigi Mario. Oh, God. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I think the most important fact I heard about that movie is that those guys were drunk the whole time, and I don't blame them.
1: Well, the reason I bring it up is that movie ended on a cliffhanger, you know, Daisy, or I don't even remember if that was her name.
0: It it doesn't matter. So it's, man, it's never getting... Bob Hoskins is dead. <laughs> he so died before a sequel could be made.
1: Anyway, one of the characters comes back, and it leaves it on the cliffhanger, and... We're we're never getting that resolved. <laughs> let's all let's all just think Jesus right now that we're not getting
0: that <laughs> That movie was bad. But yeah, so yeah, just kind of fun to uh I just and I went in and I wouldn't say I even went in with my arms crossed being like, Alright, prove that you're worth anything, Sonic but I just went in thinking like, Well, I guess we'll see what this is because it was really hard to tell after the whole redesign stuff but man
1: i was kind of shocked at how much care and effort went into this movie yeah and i think that's that's what i'm saying it's like there did seem to be some effort (laughs) yeah like i said just top that's the first thing i thought of when i saw that trailer just yeah Saw James Marsden in a vehicle with a <laughs> CGI animated character. This time a hedgehog, and uh, not a bunny. And not I was the like, Easter Bunny. It's like, oh, here we go again, James Marsden. Uh, yeah. When is he, when is he gonna get his break? Yeah, but well, I don't. I think he. I think he has to actually be given one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think. True. I think it was decided way before in the X Men movies that no, he's never gonna be the team leader. Never. He's just gonna be. Yeah. It's going to be Jean Grey's boyfriend. Jean Grey's boyfriend until he's dead. Oh, man. You know they killed him because he went to go work on Superman
0: Returns. Come on. Yeah, that's true. He followed Brian Singer. That was a bad mistake. So anyway, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is a good movie worth checking out. Uh, if you miss it in theaters, I mean, I wouldn't sweat it. It would still be just as good at
1: home. <laughs> oh, that's, that's your... No, I'm kidding. Uh... Yeah, this this was a good movie, but I think you can, if you want to wait, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, obviously going to theaters just helps it
0: do better in theaters, so you're guaranteed a sequel, or not guaranteed, but better chance. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely worth checking out, especially if you have kids. It's pretty tame, you know? It's just like, it's a lot of cartoony-type violence, nothing too crazy. Well, it's not...
1: I don't think anyone's going to this expecting Batman Returns, where there's all this well, innuendo. And...
0: Well, yeah, but it's rated the same rating as Shrek, and Shrek has a lot of innuendo and is very adult. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this one's pretty tame, though, as far as that stuff. So And that could have been just because Sega wasn't, you know, obviously involved in this movie. Maybe they wanted to make sure it wasn't, you know, they didn't want to hurt one of their
1: most beloved characters, but... You know, it is so weird that a movie like this comes along every once in a while because it's like you obviously went to see it with your kid and you guys like got a bond over something. It's like so rare that you could do that anymore.
0: Yeah. I mean if it weren't for the Lego movies and Spider Spider Verse, that's about it. Otherwise, yeah, it's pretty rare. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I keep uh, hearing from people that are watching Picard. Like, I remember watching Star Trek and with my, with my dad. And it's like, I don't think I can watch this show with my kids. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's funny to think that certain episodes of Next Generation were considered like, like, oh, is this too far for kids? It's like, now Picard is TVMA.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: But, well, on that note, uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Dakota Boys Talk Movies where we reviewed Sonic the Hedgehog uh yeah and i guess you can review us uh there are ways you can either just whatever like this episode or give us ratings on whatever podcast device catcher app thingy <laughs> you listen to it on um you can su- subscribe to us in those places follow us on facebook uh we try to always just put random things or trailers and all our updates on our facebook page so it's always a good place to follow us and uh yeah we just thank you for listening to this episode so this is steven this is dakota see you later Later.